We present part two of Wasted Years by John Harvey, with Tom Wilkinson as Nottingham-based, jazz-loving Detective Inspector Charlie Resnick. Every night I spend waiting All those dreams and wasted tears Hoping you come find me, baby After all these lonely years In my dreams I see you The present time is 1992. Charlie Resnick looks back ten years to the collapse of his marriage and his arrest of an armed criminal. That's never... It's a line. Not thinking of moving, are you, Charlie? Looking around property line. Even when you've got as far as exchanging contracts, I don't think the general thing is to kiss your estate agent on the mouth. Come on, Charlie. Taste of something fresh. May not even know it yet itself. But you can see it in their eyes. <laughs> Married women, they're a cinch. There were two glasses rinsed and left on the drainer to dry. Faint, the marks their feet had made upon the stairs. In the second bedroom, the back of the house, the pillows bulked unevenly against the headboard. Unmistakable when I lowered my face towards the centre of the sheet was the sour, sweet smell of sex. Married women, they're a sin. Charlie? Charlie? Whatever are you doing sitting in here in the dark? Nothing. You must be doing something. I'm listening. You can do that with the light on. Thinking, then. About that man, Pryor, the one you had to release? Yes, if you like. Dinner will be in half an hour. All right. Charlie, what have you got your coat on for? I'm off out. But I'm just about to dish up. Where? I'm going to the match. Which match? The reserves. (sighs) Staying in the same house with me suddenly that bad. Listen, I just said a word about Brian. Still looking up for a new job. What, this close to pulling him in? He wouldn't be so daft. Straight up, Charlie, it's a fact. A fact? A couple of shotguns, ammunition. Pryor's already put out feelers. Any luck, I'll know where and when he's going to take delivery. You don't want to tell me how you're getting this information? <laughs> well, let's just say for the moment, keeping this one close to my chest. There's an excellent property, new on the market, and already there's been a lot of interest. It is empty, though, vacant possession. Oh, yes. Everything could proceed quite quickly in the right circumstances. Uh, But first things first. You'll want to view the property as soon as possible? No, no, that's not necessary. Surely you can't. My wife's been round there already. Oh, I see. I'm sorry you didn't say. You showed around yourself. I did? I'm afraid I don't remember. No? Well, maybe no reason you should. Elaine, she didn't say a lot about it either. Elaine? Yeah. That's my wife, my wife's name, Elaine. 
What the hell were you doing, Charlie? What the hell did you think you were doing? You should have thought you could have worked that out yourself. Now let me pass. I'm going out. No, Charlie. No, you don't. We're having this out here and now. Talk to me, Charlie. Talk. I don't think I've anything to say. Oh, really? You surprised me. And I'd like to think that you surprised me. Oh, that's it, Charlie. Your best shot. Never mind. Never mind. You went into where he worked and threatened him. I didn't Philip. threaten him. That was what it felt well, like to him. What do you expect him. me to do? Go in there and shake his hand? I didn't expect you to go to him at all. No. What we've got to say, it's between us. Nobody else. But you can't do that, Charlie, can you? Can't cope with that, talking about your feelings, not what you're good at. Why do I think this is turning into an attack upon me? Is it? Maybe because that's the way you feel. Catholic guilt, all that stuff you thought you'd I left behind. I should have behind. thought if there was any guilt around... Oh, I should have the monopoly. You were the one sneaking off in the lunch hour... Sneaking ...making off. love to another man. <laughs> we weren't making love, Charlie. Philip and I. What we were doing was screwing. There's a big difference. What you and I used to do, that was making love, Charlie. Tender, careful, solicitous... What we do, myself and Philip, in other people's beds, we screw. Oh, Running out again, Charlie. Another football match to go to. If I were you, I'd have had a crack at him. I doubt it would do any good. Make you feel a sight better, that's what it'd do. And by my reckoning, nine out of ten would say you were well entitled. Doesn't mean to say they're right. It's a bit late to be bloody reasonable, and besides, he was, if you'll pardon the expression, having it away with your wife. Not a crime, Graham. Isn't it? Top up, Charlie. No, thanks. Graham, another. No, you're all right. Pryor. Looks like things are moving faster than I thought. Must have something coming up soon. What I hear will likely be taking delivery any time. Who's the seller? Terry Finch. Know him? Three years of Lincoln last time, huh? Catch him right, he'll double that. And Pryor. <laughs> Pryor will get the big one. No mistake. And him his bus pass and pension the day they let him out of the gate. Well, let's not count sentences before we've got him up in court. Where's this all due to happen, do we know? Pub, far side at Ring Road. Full of blokes in bootlace ties and cowboy boots. OK, this time let's make sure we do it right. They're about to enter the heart. They're in. Jesus, Ruthie, it beats me how you can watch that stuff. Heart surgery. <laughs> Take more than a scalpel and forceps to find yours. I don't know. You haven't done so bad in your time. I'm talking about the heart. Funny. OK, I'm off out for a bit. Down the club? See the well-known man about the well-known dog. Is that the dog that takes a 38 caliber bullet? Or the one that prefers shotgun shells? <laughs> Sometimes, Ruthie. You're too clever for your own good. For both our goods. Charlie Graham is on his way. Finch is over the bar drinking pints of mixed and singing his heart out. No sign of pride yet. No, wait. There he is now. Yeah, he's seen Finch. Right on past him to the other end of the bar. Pryor's on his way back out the gents. No sign of Finch yet. No, no, here he comes. I think this might be it. Yeah, on the way to the car park now. Okay, they stopped by Finch's car. Bit more chatter. 
Uh, okay, okay, Finch is getting something out of the boot. Well, I doubt he's handing prior a pool cue, not wrapped up in a blanket like that. All right, Graham, he's on his way. You take care of Finch. I'll make sure Pryor doesn't get lost on his way home. In my sights now. Over the brow of the hill. He's <laughs> taking his time. Don't want to risk getting pulled over for speeding. All support vehicles move in. That's it, that's it now. Pryor pops straight through the side door from the garage. Cup of hot cocoa ready for bed. Snug as the proverbial book. Remember, this man is armed, he's used a weapon before, and there's every reason to believe he will again, so be careful. Right, let's go. Police! Police, open up! Hey, where the hell are you? Upstairs! Another kitchen! CID, DS Resnick, I'm arresting... No! No, I don't think so. Not while I've got this. Pryor, don't be stupid. You don't want to use that. <laughs> Put the gun down. Come on down, now. Don't talk to me like I'm some pet bloody dog. The gun. Slowly. Easy. You want it? Yeah? yeah. You want it? You sure? Pryor, don't... <laughs> Jack Warner, the blue tossing lamp. Those days are over, long gone. There's 30 officers out there, more. Shoot me and where do you go? What do you care? Do you and then myself? No. Only a fool would do that. Come on, John, the gun. It's your days that are over for now. Here. Okay. Now turn around slowly, hands against the wall. Hero of the hour, Charlie. One thing I'd still like to know. Pryor's wife taking it into her head to pop to the local Chinese. Was that sixth sense or coincidence? Result. That's what it was about. That's what we got. Don't you worry your head about the rest. John Alexander Pryor, you have been found guilty on five separate counts of armed robbery. It is clear to this court that in the pursuit of these offences you have shown a callous disregard for the safety of to bring to bear the full force of the law at my disposal. I hereby sentence you to 15 years imprisonment. Oh, I'll get you, Ruthie! As long as I live, I'll pay you back for this, you double-crossing bitch! Via looking for the shot. He's tackled. Villa's still there! Villa with a chance! And he's scored! 3-2 to Tottenham Hotspur! How about that then, Charlie? Someone up there is looking out for you, no mistake. Commendation for bravery, can't he get promoted to the first division for first time in 55 years and you drew the bloody Argentinian in the sweep. Next thing you know, you'll be up for inspector. Charlie, we have to talk. I want a divorce.
Yeah. Called for you earlier. Lorna, somebody. Solomon's, I think. She left a number. Here. Uh, right, thanks. She's the witness from that building society raid, isn't she? The one we fancy Keith Rylands for. Yeah, that's right, yeah. You're only thinking of going over the side with her, aren't you? No, don't be I stupid. I thought you were supposed to be serious about getting back with Debbie. I am. <laughs> well, this is a great way of showing it. I rush spare ribs, but I always get myself in such a mess. Yeah, the car too, if you're not careful. <laughs> hey, look at you. You've got it all around your mouth. Oh, it's no, so... no, let me. See it? That's better. Thanks. Oh, you've got some on your hand. This finger. Look. Okay, I'll. No, no, let me. Alright. Look, Lorna, I don't think. Come on, Kevin, why be so serious all the time? Come on, tell me, which is your favourite Chinese? Where you like to go, you know? I can't say, really. Debbie, um, she never much liked Chinese. Too salty, makes her feel ill. Where, where do you like to go, then? Meal out? I don't know as we do much. How about something special? An anniversary, something like that? Oh, God. What? Our last wedding anniversary. Not so long back. Debbie was already... Um, you know, as her mother's. Anyway, I did all the right things. Flowers, a card, one of them pink boxes from Thornton's. So off I trot, and there's not a soul there. No lights, just a stupid little terrier yapping its socks off. Hung about the best part of an hour. Left the chocolates on the doorstep. Got a bacon and egg pie out the freezer back home and watched EastEnders. That was my wedding anniversary. You deserve better. Look, I ought to be going. Suit yourself. Well, next time you and your wife go out for a Chinese, if there is a next time, ask them to leave out the monosodium glutamate. Makes it a lot less salty. I like the salt myself. Pam Van Allen. Speaking. Uh, Charlie Resnick, Detective Inspector. I understand you're the probation officer assigned to John Pryor. He's my client, yes. And he is due to be released? On parole, yes, very shortly. Then, uh, I think you and I should meet, and soon. That's not exactly normal procedure, Inspector. Yes, I know, but if I didn't think it was important, I wouldn't be asking you to find the time. All right. I'm seeing him today, as it happens. Perhaps we could meet this evening. Say, seven. You appreciate it will be difficult, readjusting. We'll help you as much as we can. Find you a place to live. Most probably a hostel at first, just while you get sorted. No women or booze and lights out by ten o'clock? Something like that. Can't wait. You didn't mind meeting here? No, it's your choice. The bar food's pretty good, and this time of night you can usually get a seat. They have live music sometimes. Prior, 
You're happy about the fact he's about to be released? You don't expect me to answer that. You know the circumstances of his arrest and trial? I've read the background, yes. He was convinced some of the information against him came from his wife, that there was some sort of you know, arrangement between her and the police. And was there? It's okay, I don't expect you to answer that either. Look, Pryor's a violent man. Was. He was a violent man. He was convicted of violent crimes. He made threats at the trial and after against some of the officers involved. You? No, not me. Most of all against Ruth, his wife. What concerns me is that after his release, he'll try to carry those threats out. It was all a long time ago. And being banged up harbours resentment. Not always. Look, when you've talked to him, has he mentioned his wife at all? Enough to give some indication of how he feels about her. Inspector, you know as well as I do, whatever passes between my client and myself... He talked about her a little, yes. Very calm, very sensibly. They had no kids, they could make a clean break. He hadn't wanted her traipsing in every week with all the other prisoners' wives. As far as Pry's concerned, she was still a relatively young woman with a life of her own. And you believed him? He asked me that. And what did you say? Yes. Yes, I did. I do. Keith Rylands, unless his dad has got him stashed away in the cellar, seems to have dematerialised off to Planet X. Oh, Mansfield, you mean? I doubt he's gone there. I've been checking back through his record. Known friends, someone he might be lying low with. Poor little sod doesn't seem to have any friends at all. Ah. <sighs> Well, I'll drop in on Rylands again. If he really doesn't know where the lad is, chances are he's getting worried himself. If that's the case, it might just loosen his tongue. Kept here in this rumour. Georgie Fame was interested. Needed a new drummer for the band going out on tour. I'd sat in with him once or twice here. Derby, Brum, down in the smoke. Had with all of them, really. The ones that's come through. Zoopmoney's big roll band, Graham Bond. <laughs> Honey Road, long and short of it. Never happened. Just a rumour. It would have been good. You still play? Oh, with hands like these. It'd be all right for some of this avant-garde crap. Not much cut for keeping time. You could always try cutting back on the booze. Yes. The reason we need to talk to your Keith, there was an attempted robbery branch office of a building society. A couple of youths, one of them not above laying into this old boy who got in the way with a hammer. That's never Keith. No, no, maybe not, but the car they drove off in was nearly in collision with a young woman and her kids. And you reckon Keith for the driver? His prints are all over the car, and there's one eyewitness puts him at the scene. Mm. Well, he's never had a real mate in his life. A pal. Show him a bit of kindness, he'll trot after you like he's on a lead. And if there's cars involved... He's always had this thing about cars as Keith. And the friend? Oh, Darren. Don't know his other name, but Darren. Met up inside the pair of them. Glenn Parver, I think that's what it was. And this Darren, you think the other youth could have been him, the business with the hammer? I only clapped eyes on him the once. Bloody nutter. Told Keith he didn't bother bringing him round here again. Yeah, I could see it in that face of his. Sorters don't care, not about anything. He'll kill someone before he's through. You'll see if I'm not right. Then we'll have to make good and sure you're wrong. But, yeah, Keith, you, you can't expect me to give up Keith. First thing for him, Red, is to give himself up, surely. If this Darren's the sort you say is what you've got to help us do, 
get Keith out of the way before something really serious happens. I want to hear he'd never go along with it, not Keith. You think he'll come back here before too long? Yeah, no matter what's happened. Doesn't usually stay away too long. Now talk to him. Tell him we'll go easy on him if we can. If he grasses up his mate. Well, it's not exactly the words I'd use. Yeah. I came across an old recording of yours the other day. Wasted years. Oh, God. Drag that out of the art, no mistake. Held up pretty well, vocals especially. Oh, yeah, wow, Ruthie. Great voice. Yeah, agreed. Not still in touch, I suppose? No, I haven't clapped eyes on her for years. Not since the old man got sent down. Seven years ago, was it? Eight? Ten. Ten? Oh. Rumour has it he's on his way back out any day. I'd like to find Ruth before he does. You think you wouldn't want anything bad to happen to her, Rach? I'll do what I can. Ask around. Still got one or two contacts, you know. Yeah, you do that. Come up with an address for Ruth and I'll see what we can do to help your Keith, OK? As long as he turns himself in. CID, Lynn Kellogg speaking. Kevin? Yeah? Guess who? Glass of wine. Uh, I'm afraid I started without you. Uh, yeah. Okay, thanks. Look, I, I might not be able to stay too long. I've... Kevin, Kevin. What? Relax. Oh, I'm sorry, it's, uh, it's just I'm not used well, to. You haven't even given me a kiss yet. Good morning to you two. All you can do to haul your undercarriage up the stairs. <laughs> Too much to hope you're up all night with Debbie, I suppose. Not that I think you should be feeling guilty or anything. Oh, leave it out, will you? I could say the same to you. Look, I've never noticed you being so great at handling your own affairs, so how come you reckon you have the right to tell me about mine? Because I'm your friend, Kevin. I care about you. And I don't want to see you throwing your marriage away in some bimbo. She's not a bimbo. No? No. Well, I'm pleased about that, at least. But neither's Debbie, Kevin. And the last I heard, she was still your wife. Then it's a shame she don't behave like it, then. Well, cooped up there with her mother, she's not exactly got much chance. <sighs> That's not my doing. That's hers. I didn't tell her to go traipsing off back home. Did you tell her not to? Yes. Really? Yes. Then maybe it's time you told her again. You can get us a car, right? I don't know. A car? Yeah, yeah, all right, I suppose. I only... Yeah, only what? <laughs> shut it, shut it. You'll get us a car, because it's the one thing you can do. Something fast and safe and not too flashy. OK, Keith? Tomorrow? Yeah. Right. Now I could fancy a bacon cob. Get us a bacon cob. Yeah. 
That you? Is it time to give us under these tiles? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, set the tea to mash, then I'll be down in a minute. No use asking where you've been, I suppose. No. With that Darren again? Maybe. Running round after him, doing what he tells you. Like you were his servant or something. No. If he told you to put your head in the oven, you'd do it. <laughs> You're being bloody stupid. Am I? Well, you can't take a bit of pride in yourself, I don't know. <laughs> like you, you mean. Yeah, well, at least I've done something with my life. Yeah, hundred years ago, poxed up drummer in some poxy band. Then you? What about you? What have you ever done? Never mind. At least I don't drink myself daft on cheap lager, fart around in this dump pretending to be doing it up. I am doing it up. And I'm not drinking. Yeah, since when? Since the police came yesterday. They've been twice now looking for you. That pathetic robbery. Which robbery? What are you on about? I have nothing oh, to do Christ, with no robbery. listen to me, just listen. They've got your prints all over the car. A witness has picked out your picture. Keith, they know. Where are you going? You said they were here, watching the place, most likely. Be back one. No, wait, wait, Keith, Keith. Just wait a minute. Think. What's the last thing you want? What? What's the very last thing you want to happen? I don't know what you mean. Yeah, to go back inside, right? Prison? I'd kill myself first. It doesn't have to happen. Not if you play your cards right. Think about yourself for a change. What's right for you? Debbie? Kevin? I was afraid it might be your mum. No, she's upstairs. I want to see you. I, I don't know if it's such a good idea, you coming round. Well, that wasn't what I meant. I, I thought you could ask your mum to look after Phoebe. We, we could meet in town, go for a meal, you know, somewhere nice. Oh, Kevin, I don't know. Oh, come on, please. I want to see you. All right. I'll have to ask mum, though. The square, then. By the lions, you know, eight o'clock. Yeah. Reg Rylands is downstairs for you. Okay, bring him up. And then stay. If this is what I think it is, there's a spotty kid out there who might want you to hold his hand. Thanks very much. You'll go easy on him. We're not making promises, I told you that, but if he gives us Darren fair and square, I'll speak up for him, see if he can't get an easy ride. You think he'll talk to DC Kellogg here? Yes. Yes, I dare say. We'll set it up, sooner the better. Now, you've got Ruth's address. Well, Lincolnshire, out on the coast, one of them old seamen's cottages, tucked away. Resnick. It's Charlie Resnick. Kevin? I didn't see you. I'm sorry. Well, here I am. 
you look great. So do you. Those jeans, are they new? Yeah, I suppose they are. You never used to wear jeans before. Not for going out, like. You used to say you liked them. I do. You know, this is where we met that first time. Of course. Seems an age ago. I know. These kids, they make me feel so old. Old married woman. <laughs> is that what I am? Come on, let's go and eat. Where are we going? Surprise. Fair night. I've known worse. What can I get you? Worthington White Shield. Happy to pour it yourself, then fine. <laughs> Here you go. Kiss. Ruth? Mind if I join you? I never say yes. Shush, Bessie. Quiet now. <laughs> Bessie Smith, I suppose. I've got a cat at home named Dizzy. For all I know, Mussolini had gerbils called Ella and Louie. What are you reading? Hard times. Decided a bit late in life to get myself an education. You showing up here like this. No accident. It's getting out in a couple of days. Parole. I didn't know if you'd heard. No, I didn't know. Does he know where you are? Does it matter? You found me, didn't you? And don't waste your breath telling me it's your job. John's got ways of finding out what he needs to know. He always has. You mean about you and Reigns? Bastard. Reigns? Scum of the earth. Worse. Wasn't just me he was feeling up, you know. Him and Frank Churchill. Once Frank was inside, cozying up like there was family. Or queer. Reigns, he'd screw a snake if he reckoned it'd give him a bit more leverage. Even so, at the trial, Pryor saved most of his bad-mouthing for you. Yeah. Well, that was a long time ago. And you think he's forgotten? John? No, he's not forgotten. He could move away. I did. I moved here. I like it. No, he doesn't scare me. Not anymore. And if he did try anything, Bessie here would have his balls for starters, wouldn't you, darling, eh? What's in this for you? You didn't drive all the way out here to deliver a public service warning. That's the breaches of the peace. We're supposed to stop them happening. Someone should have told that to Reigns. You've not set eyes on him, I suppose? Not since he dumped me close on ten years ago. As soon as he'd squeezed out as much as he wanted. Well... As I say, I just wanted you to be aware. Yeah, I best sop up and get back. At least come in and have some coffee. I'll drive you back to your mum's afterwards if that's what you want. Okay. Debbie, don't. What? Switch on the light. Kevin? Well, what's the matter? Well, we are still married, you know. I know, but... But what? I'm not... I came off the pill. There didn't seem to be a lot of point. There's a 24-hour garage down the road. I can get something. No. Kevin, it's not... Maybe it's not such a good idea. Not now, anyway. 
I'm not rejecting you, you know. Well, that's what it feels like. No, Kevin. This is what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about that coffee you promised? Or tea? That's what I really fancy, a nice cup of tea. Doesn't he make you thirsty, Chinese? Mind you, wasn't near as salty as usual. Oh, that's because I told them to hold back on the monosodium glutamate, I expect. I didn't know you knew about things like that. Yeah, well, you'd be surprised at all the things I've been learning. Kevin! <laughs> you didn't mind meeting here? It's all right. Always like walking by the river. Clears my head a bit, helps me think. You've thought about what you're doing. Crossing up my best mate. Self-protection. Looking out for yourself for a change. Trying to stay out of prison. Helping you put Darren away. Keith, isn't that the best place for him? OK, got the place sussed. Pox the little post office in Cinderella. All there's ever there, women with prams, a bunch of old scrotes queuing up for the pensions. We're taken by surprise, right? For the collecting forum. I said, right. I don't know. Maybe... What? Well, maybe it's not such a good idea after all. I, after last time, I, I mean, what makes you think it'll work? Last time, we just didn't go about it right. Last time, all we had was that useless bloody hammer. Now are you? Take a look at this. Jesus. Where'd you get that? Never you mind. I'm just about giving up on you, Graham. So I see. Only half an acre of sandwich left. It looks a bit normal for you, that one. Sort of thing I might take a fancy to myself. Here, have some. Smoked turkey and emmental. Don't want you fainting from malnutrition. Thanks. Hmm. Not bad, this. Interesting calls just come in. Well, I was a bit late. Bloke works security out of the airport, ex-job. Thought he spotted his face coming through yesterday, Paris fly. Took him a while to figure out who it was. Rains. You sure? Pretty much so, he says. You reckon he's a prize getting parole? You think it's something to do with that? No, could be. Only, uh, I was thinking something Pryor's wife said. I was talking to her yesterday. Something about Rains and Frank Churchill being close. Well, I was a while back. Yeah, it was all a while back, Graham. One way or another, it all seems to be happening again. Churchill was one we fancied for that bank, right? Remember? Alibi's the eyeballs. Yeah. Let's keep a watch on him next couple of days, see if Rains does get in touch. If your mate's right and Rains is back, I'd feel safer knowing what he was up to, where he was. And it's not a replica, you're sure? We went up in the lift car park in Trinity Square. He stopped it between floors and showed me, like, you know, the, the ammo. All right. We'll pick him up before he uses it for real. Oh, you can't. That room he had, he's moved out. I don't know where he is. Won't let on. Almost as if he knows he can't trust me. But he's going to have to be in touch. There's business at the post office. Cinder Hill, you said. He says he'll call me at my old man's. I've got to be there between five and six evenings. OK. We'll keep our eyes out for him. But meantime, you keep out of trouble. Wait for the call. Keith? All right? Yeah.
Is this it? This pile? Is this what you people call a hostel? It's not so bad, you know, John. And you're lucky. You've got one of the rooms at the back. On your own, you don't have to share. Come on, John. Let's get you settled, okay? Yeah. Yeah, right. Tell me something, Kevin. If you come out after a couple of years and inherited your share of, well, four or five big scores, and if, as we're now suspecting, you've been in on another three or four robberies, from which you might confidently have netted a quarter of a million pre-tax, <laughs> would you still be living on a 1930s estate with your old mum? As long as she were nothing like Debbie's mum, might not be so bad. Hey, up, here he comes, Churchill. Making for the car. Yeah, yeah. No, he's not sod it all right past. He's going shopping, looks like. Off you go then, lad. Just in case. Hey, bring us one of them Turkish delights. Dark chocolate, mine. Twenty minutes later, Churchill's ambling back with three pounds of potatoes, a pint of semi-skimmed milk, two tins of Campbell's tomato soup and a daily mail. No wonder the serious crime squad was taking so much interest. Yeah, we'll stick with it for another couple of days, Graham. Something in my water about this one. As you say. Kev? Hmm? Someone for you over at the bar, I think. You never rung back. I left messages. Lots. I know. I mean, you're not like that. I know you're not. A lot of them, that's all they're interested in, getting the leg over, and then they don't know you if you meet them in the street. Make out they don't even know your name. Lorna, I'm sorry. You're a decent bloke, you... That's right. And I'm married. Separated. But still married. You didn't think about that the other night, though, did you? Shh. Did you? Yes. No. Not while... No, not them. But after. Afterwards. It made me think. I know this isn't what you want to hear, but... It made me think about Debbie. Oh, she's better, is she? No, no. She's... Lorna, it was great. Really, you were great. Wonderful. But you don't want to see me again? It wouldn't be fair to you. Don't give me that. Don't hand me that old crap. Let me decide what's good for me. Lorna, I've started seeing her again. De Debbie. I want to try and make it work. I'm sorry. That's enough grad grind for one night. Hey, and you, just settle down. I don't know why you make so much fuss about it anyway. You wait till you think I'm asleep and then go tippy-toeing back downstairs and cuddle up to the boiler. I've met the like of you before. Oh, not for a while, though. That was the sound of your dog's throat being cut. You bastard! Relax, Ruthie. It's only this old shirt. Seen better days anyway. <laughs> Not looking so great yourself. Bessie, where is she? Downstairs, sleeping. Not to fret. She wouldn't let you just walk in. You must have done something to Seemed her. Seemed hungry. Gave her a little summer to eat. If you've poisoned Couple her... of hours, she'll be as right as rain. <laughs> it's funny, that, isn't it? Right as rain. 
as if somehow it made things better. Rains. Always when you least expect it. What are you doing here? He's not here, if that's what you're thinking. He won't come here, neither. Ah, Ruthie, you know that's not true. Still are those gates ringing in his ears and he'll be sniffing you out. He'll find you. Just like I did. And Charlie. <laughs> Good old Charlie. Padding along, faithful and true. That's how I found you, of course, the other day. Followed him. You see, Ruthie... One thing I need to be sure of. The way it was left between us. Even though we didn't part exactly the best of friends, there's some things we agreed. No true confessions, no stories, no talking out of turn. Not to anyone. Not to Briar when he comes. Doesn't matter what he's heard, what he thinks he knows. You don't tell him a thing about us. About anything that's happened. Me and you, me and Frank. Understand? Life's good, Ruthie. Too good to have it messed about by your old man. Fresh out of prison and harbouring a grudge. Resnick. Pam Van Allen. Look, I don't want to be alarmist, but I've just had a call from the hostel. Pryor never slept in his room last night, and no one's seen hide or hair of him. After what you said, I thought you should know. What did you expect? To find me dead? I wasn't sure. That look on your face when I opened the door. It was as if you were seeing a ghost. <laughs> Getting to be a habit. I sometimes wonder who it is who won't let go. Us or them? Yes, I know. You and Reigns. I never really understood. Well, John and I, we'd been together a long time. Marriages, you know how they can seem, like we've walked too long over the same old ground. And there was Reigns. Looking at me in that way, touching me, wanting to touch me. I knew he was using me, though of course he denied it, and for that first couple of months, God help me, I didn't care. One thing I never did, not knowingly, I never gave him anything that could hurt John, and if that's what he said to you or anyone else, he was lying. What he got, he got from someone else. Frank Churchill. Could be. Here. There you go. Jumbo sausage and chips. Good lad. <clears throat> you didn't forget the mustard? No, here. What have you got? Haddock. Looks like cod, Jimmy. Hmm. Hmm. Look out, here it comes. Mr. Carr, this time, no mistake. Well, we might have waited till I got this down. Now, come on, come on, give that lot to me. You lost him, Graham. Churchill leads you to Reigns and you lose him. Lost them bloody both. We're fine as far as motorway services. A pair of them, Churchill and Reigns, large as life in the cafeteria, heads together over cups of tea. Whether they twigged we were onto them or not, I don't know. Reigns ducked into the gents on the way out. He must have used the window out back to get into the car park. Time we sussed it, he was away. Wasted 20 minutes chasing his pharmaceutical rep in an Orion all the way to exit 29. 
And Churchill? Car was back home, sir, parked up outside like he'd never left. Uh, at least it confirms there's something going on between them, and if I'm right, it goes back to the time of Pryor's trial. Went out the risk of meeting just to pass the time of day. You think Reigns is some way involved in those robberies we reckon Churchill for? Well, wouldn't you think it was handy? Someone out in Spain, ready and willing to launder large sums of money on your behalf. And Reigns would do that? The things yet to be invented, Reigns wouldn't do if the money was right. What do you want? Time you got that bell fixed. Keith in. I don't want you in here. Too bad. Keith! What? Get yourself down here. Come on, we've got things to do. Look, if you get him into any trouble... <laughs> you what? What's up? Let's go. But... Go! And you've got no idea where they were going? No. But that Dallany was all hyped up for something. And dragging Keith out of the arse like that, it never gave him a chance to call you or anything. All right, we'll handle it. Yeah. Keith Ryland, sir. Looks as if this might be it. Darren's collected him from the house. And we think they're headed for Cinder Hill. Best guess. OK, let's press all the buttons, pick them up when they arrive. And let's not forget, Darren's likely to be armed. Left here. Left. That's not the way. That, that's gone. Who's navigating? You just concentrate on getting us there without knocking over women with prams. Stop here. This is right, way. You're not gonna... We're not, not <laughs> again. Thought, you know, do a thing, do it right. Besides, I quite fancied that Lorna. Wouldn't mind seeing her again. Just stay put, understood? Engine running, ready to move. In there with me, more trouble than you're bloody worth. Yes, sir, how may I help you? Oh, my God. Hello, Lorna. Remember me? And look, this time I've bought a friend. Right! Down! A lot of you on the floor now! Move it! Move it! Down! And Lorna, this time, none of the clever stuff with alarms. Not unless you fancy putting this stuff here. To the test. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. We, we didn't go near Cinderill. It's that building society, same as before. OK, sit tight. We're on our way. Now, come on, girls. Hurry along. Just a bit quicker, all right? There. What? That's all there is. You wouldn't be lying there, holding out on me. No. No. No, I don't suppose you would. Right. Give you a call sometime, Lorna, eh? Go clubbing, eh? Put your hands behind your head and get down on the ground. Keith! Do it now! What the hell's going on? Keith! Keith! Our police, you are surrounded. Keith! Slowly lower your weapon to the ground. No! And raise your hands above your head and clasp them behind your neck. Keith! This is your final warning. No! You won't! You can't! You bastards! No! No! Darren! Darren! Keith! Keith! Don't! You can't! You can't! Wait here! Keith! Wait here! Now then, Charlie, the last person you expected to call, eh? Last but one. You'd better come in. What to do with you, Charlie, that shooting today? Something. Oh, dear. 
Things are changed, eh? Armed officers, tactical response teams. Hardly open a paper some weeks without someone getting themselves put away by our lot. <laughs> Your lot. Get to the point, Range. There has to be a point. Oh, come on, Charlie. What's up with your social call? It's late. Oh, we closed down bars later than this. Night after night, when we were mates. We were never that. Have it your way. It's the way it was. How much do you know, Charlie? No. For certain, not a great deal. Not that I can prove. But for myself, I can pretty much piece it together, most of it. Want to try me? I know you and Frank Churchill had a meeting yesterday that one way and another you've been associates since you persuaded him to grass up Pryor. <laughs> Is that what I did? You got information from Churchill when he was on remand, enough to send Pryor down for a long time. But you didn't want Churchill's friends thinking he couldn't be trusted because then they'd freeze him out. And you were already figuring out how you could pressure him into letting you in for a piece of the action. Laundering their proceeds abroad. So, you let on, you'd got what you needed from Pryor's wife, and since you were having an affair with her by then, it was easy to believe. <laughs> affair? Oh, that wasn't an affair, Charlie, that was work. Diddling that rattled old slag. You don't think I could have had feelings for a woman like that? I don't think you ever had feelings for anyone other than yourself. No. Never mind, eh, Charlie? Not when you've got feelings enough for the both of us. Regular bleeding heart. Say what else you've got to say and then get out. I spotted your blokes on the motorway. Just needed to know if you had anything on me solid or you were just fishing. Now I know. All conjecture, Charlie. You don't have a thing. What makes you think I won't stop you all the same? <laughs> Arrest me. What charge? Oh, no, Charlie. You can't do it by the book. You won't do it at all. This place is looking a bit run down, Charlie. Shabby and worn. Not the same since the lane walked out and left, you eh? was making love, Charlie. Tender, careful, solicitous. What we do, myself and Philip, in other people's beds, we screw. John, you've never come all this way by taxi. I don't have a license, don't own a car. What else was I to do? And don't say stay away. I wasn't going to. He is. She. Bessie, be quiet. Aren't we supposed to kiss or something? And break the habit of half a lifetime? You knew I'd come, though. Oh, yes. I knew you'd come. They all did. All? Resnick, one that put you away. He's been round here twice, worrying about my safety. All that stuff you mouthed off in court. You thought you might want to carry it out. Is that what you think? I don't know. You said all. Reigns. You don't have to tell me. I don't want to know. Yes, you do. It's why you're here. Okay. Tell me, then. 
You want to go inside first? I could make tea. <laughs> if it's all the same to you, I'd rather stay out here. Then let's walk. It makes you think, doesn't it? All those wasted years. Me banged up inside, you not singing, stuck out here. And there's rains outside the law running free. Do you want to turn back? We've come a long way. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to think about the cab fare, eh? Look after yourself, Ruthie. I do. Shall I see you again? I doubt it. Frank, it's me. Yeah, leaving in the morning, yeah. First thing, yeah. Look, just checking you've had no more aggro from the police. No. Right. And Pryor? No sight and sound of him? Good. Right, good. Okay, take care, Frank. It's me, Pryor. This is for Ruthie and for me. In a way, it's for Frank, too. I was there at Frank's when you phoned. Which was I lied why he told me where you were. This old coal hammer. His mum had kept it beside her half more than 20 years. Even though she's got gas. <laughs> Must have been saving it for a rainy day. Resnick, hello. This is John Pryor. Got your number from me, probation officer. You'd best get here now. Tumbling's Hotel, Mansfield Road. It's Rains. He's dead. I killed him. It's done. The Aresnik here put me through to the duty officer. Yes, of course it's an emergency. Oh, Kevin. Not already. Hello. Right. Yeah, right. Debbie, I'm sorry. I've got to go. Graham, you'd best come in. And give Lynn a ring, will you? Yeah, well, it's even later for some. In the second part of Wasted Years, dramatised from his own novel by John Harvey, Tom Wilkinson played Charlie Resnick, Jenny Stoller, Elaine, Sean Baker, Millington, and Stephen Critchlow, DC Reigns. Gillian Bevan played Ruth, Kate Eaton, Lynn, Daniel Ryan, Kevin, 
John Turner, Rylands, and John Hartley, Pryor. Tom Bevan played Keith, Gavin Abbott, Darren, Melanie Hudson, Lorna, Deborah Berlin, Debbie, David Timpson, The Judge, Jonathan Keeble, Gallagher, Sandra James Young, Pam, and Andrew Branch, The Barman. The Wasted Years song was written by Liz Simcock and John Harvey. The musicians were Trevor Watkiss, Larry Butley, Winston Clifford and Alan Weeks. The director was David Hunter. <laughs>